Hello and welcome to Sorry Went Viral, the show that's all about the stories that are setting social media alight and the human side to it. I'm Tim. And I'm Hannah. Lovely to have you with us for this week. Uh, we're kicking things off as usual with What's Gone Viral. And ooh, we both feel a bit cringy about this one. Um, Love Surge is the title, which should make us feel all fuzzy and lovely. I think we better just show the video and play the audio first. And then we can all have our kind of like combined reaction afterwards. <laughs> Honestly, the cringiest, most cuddly thing ever. This is called a love surge. And we do this when one of us has like so much love in our limbs that we can't contain it and feel like we're going to explode. So Sean is having a love surge right now. And he's going to wrap around me and shake with the electricity of love until I catch it too and start shaking. And then you explode with a love surge. <laughs> Ah, I feel so much better. Don't you? Thank you. You're welcome. And that's the love surge. Mm, so much love was just... Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I'm not going to ask whether you and Lewis have ever done a love surge, let alone on camera. Um, I think if I was ever to suggest that to, to my partner, Carolyn, she would um, throw something at me. Um, but I, I don't know. There's been a real reaction to this and um, this is a uh, Liliana Wilde and her husband Sean Kohler I think American couple um this is from Liliana's um TikTok which is Liliana Wilde on TikTok um They're definitely this not British definitely not British no, it's not, just not so anti-British isn't it I mean we don't we're not comfortable with any PDA <laughs> but this is like off the scale <laughs> yeah this is um this has been seen three and a half million times on TikTok alone. And I've seen it being shared on Twitter as well by people who are kind of, should we say, uh, less than comfortable with it. But I think, you know what, this couple, this is where it goes, I think about the the, the personal sharing or maybe oversharing when mm -hmm. it comes to social media. This couple clearly in love and love just showing it. And the, the other videos just talk about what they do together to make sure they're happy and, um, it is, you know, genuinely really nice uh, video, but it just makes you feel a bit awkward watching it. And that may be us British, um, but... She know. doesn't seem at all bothered about the ick factor that, that obviously lots of people have had. And if anything, you could say, you know, she's kind of taunting everyone with it. It's just like, oh, it makes you feel uncomfortable, but you're still here, aren't you? You're still here. You're still watching. I warned you that it was cringe and you stayed, but now it's about to get even cringier. So here's your second warning and look at you still here. Sean's been gone for me for two weeks, so I've had nobody to love search. So guess who I'm going to love search now? You. Are you ready to shake with the electricity of love? Do you feel the love surge? I hope I ruined your day. Well, she sounds pretty defiant and, you know, fair play to it. It's her social media account. Um, something, talk about oversharing. This story really surprised me um, this week. Uh, you may have seen Stephen King, the horror, uh, famous horror writer, um, was interviewed by Rolling Stone magazine and one of his fan sites, um, shared a clip, a uh, uh, screen grab of part of the interview. Apparently, as we're showing on the screen here, if you're watching the video feed, he's um, he kept playing Lou Baker's Mambo Number no. 5 because he was so obsessed by it um, when writing one of his books, so much so that his wife basically turned around to him and said, play that one more time and I'll fucking leave you. <laughs> it's just extraordinary think about the ro the difference in the romantic stories there um that's been seen five million times i mean it, it does feel like a, a random 
reason for arguing. Well, I know arguments can start from anything, but Lou Baker. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that kind of like, do, 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 do. Is that, is that really annoying thing that you can't get it out of your head? And you're just like, the mind boggles because you think, what was he writing? I mean, as you said, he's a horror author. What was he writing whilst listening to this kind of like really upbeat annoying kind of soundtrack um so who knows what the next novel will be <laughs> will, will be like um but yeah she said she'd leave him i don't i don't blame her really um if anything she's just been outed now though by him so he's uh he's sort of said oh you know like overreaction or whatever and so um presumably she he's got a far bigger fan base or certainly more um you know public popularity than than his wife does i don't know if she's in the public eye at all um so yeah i feel a bit sorry for her the fact that her husband's kind of like just outed her for being um you know irritated by him but i don't blame her for it <laughs> to be fair if judging by the reaction that my partner carolyn had this morning to me playing heart 90s which would probably play lou vega you know it's completely understandable if it was you know to be frank yeah um, I, was in, I was in the gym this morning and they were like what soundtracks everyone want? 80s 90s noughties and i was like 80s 80s please <laughs> so oh dear showing my colors there we go <laughs> what was that motivation for what some sort of class yeah 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 for like a for a you know like a strength and conditioning workout class but anyway i can't even remember the songs now but it definitely got me going so there we go oh there we go whatever floats work. your boat whatever floats your boat Stephen. If, it, if it's mambo number five then why not in terms of just things that are strange, um, segue <laughs> smoothly there. Um, you may have seen a story. Uh, it's been covered actually a bit of the media this week. Um, it's a strange story about this possibly cursed painting. Now, it's a bit of a long story, so I'll try and keep it quite short. But as you can see in the video feed here, this painting um, was spotted by uh, a woman called Jane Sharp in July in a, a charity shop, um, a Hark charity shop. I think it's a charity that does helps people benefits advice. But anyway, um, she saw took this photo, and on the on the painting is this post-it note saying "possibly cursed," which um again kind of worries uh worryingly. And then what happened? Um, she went back a month later to find it being returned to the shop twice. <laughs> and then this other woman called Juliet um went viral when she um posted an update from her friend Zoe to say that she'd bought the painting from the charity shop and surprise surprise it was a bit funny and it caused funny things going on in the house sounds noises um figures they thought they saw then they're blaming uh, a small electrical fire for the painting so she's returned it to the shop yeah and as you can see on the screen she then um they sold it on eBay with um, half the proceeds going to the charity shop and half to Zoe. And it raised £1,600, which is great for the shop. Which is amazing if you think that it was originally on sale for what I think it said 20 quid, didn't it? Or something yeah. like that. Original um, uh, um, on the painting originally. Um, so the fact that they've done that, and all because some people kind of like, you know, it went viral because this picture of the painting was posted around. And whether, you know, for, for me and maybe a lot of other people, I don't know about you, but if I saw something like possibly cursed, I'd sort of step away and wouldn't bother. Um, but obviously it entices other people and there's the intrigue around it as well. And the fact that we've now got this story and all the, you know, the record from Zoe saying that her and her mother experienced all this really weird stuff and 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 anyway like clearly someone has bought it now 1600 um and 
good luck to them. Good luck. Hope I hope Thank it doesn't you. curse you and your family as well in your life. <laughs> it's funny. I saw um, the Star Trek actor George uh, Takai. Takai. Yeah. Takai. Um, um, saw this story and screen grabbed it and with a big nope against <laughs> about them buying it. And again, that'd be the same thing. I, I couldn't yeah. imagine if I came home with that painting saying, oh, it may be cursed, but could you put it up? Mm. Uh, no, absolutely be not. Another one of those things that your partner would be like, no, Tim, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> another reason, just another yeah. way of annoying her. <laughs> the WrestleMania six photo poster that's framed and sitting in a cupboard, unfortunately. <laughs> um, next, this is a story of um, uh, something being lost here, and um, quite an awful story. It must be incredibly uh, worrying for this violinist a guy called Mark Sell, I think, or Mark Sue. Not very good with pronunciations today, um, but he. Um, he posted on Twitter saying um, he left his violin on a bus going to the Royal Albert Hall um, and he was playing in the proms that night. Um, absolutely panicked, like the worst kind of possible situation for him. It's got two million views, this right. tweet. And luckily, 30 minutes later, he posted an update saying, got the violin back. Love to bus drivers everywhere for keeping us safe and keeping our cities moving. Oh, Which is just lovely. It's so um, lovely. These things, but those instruments cost an absolute fortune as well. Their 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 value is so high, not just in sentiment, but in you know in, in financial terms as well. So I'm absolutely thrilled for him. And not only that, but it then raises the profile of the proms, which is even better as well. Um, just like for, for those people following his story, which is wonderful. He did post later on an update of. Um... All the violinists backstage uh, at the proms uh, yeah. all got their violins, and he says, "As <laughs> he says, as for my dignity, I left mine on the four five two bus." <laughs> Everyone goes into their local bus now, starts hunting around for a Stradivarius or something. <laughs> you never know. Um, it's quite a sadder story about lost yeah. um, lost item. Um, again, this this post, this tweet went viral um, this week. Um, um, a widow asked Twitter for help about finding her lost wedding ring that somehow she lost um, during her journey, her commute to work. This woman, Emma Charlesworth, um, posted saying she'd lost her ring sometime between 6 and 1, 6 a.m. or 1 p.m. on a journey from her home in Sittingbourne to um, her work offices in Charing Cross in central London. And real sentimental value for this ring because her husband died um, three years ago um and sadly not such a, a happy ending at the moment despite a million views of the um of the post she's still not been able to find it uh, which well, must be awful for her it's so i mean we you see this stuff a lot don't you um sadly i mean hopefully there'll be obviously a happy ending here and that she'll be reunited i believe it was her late husband's wedding ring and she used to wear it on her on her thumb um and um and she said you know it hasn't it's never fallen off before she never lost it before but you know obviously it's just so devastating and she'd found a kind of like a, a you know a picture in their wedding album of her you know the, the hand picture of her husband wearing the ring um and you know still so at least we have a picture of it now so that obviously everyone will be you know who's aware of the story will keep an eye out for it and hopefully if you are are someone who comes across a, a, a clearly a valuable 
um, piece of jewellery, then you would just hand it in. Hopefully, like, you know, we live in that kind of a world. So everything crossed um, for Emma. And as you say, 1.2 million views. So you can only hope that some of those people are in, some of those million are in central London and keeping a beady eye out for it. And next up on the podcast, we talk about what it's like to go viral. And um, this story is it has been titled by Tim as Shoe Stealer. And it's uh, it's quite complex. Uh, but let me try and explain. So there's a woman in New York who um, was out and about in Soho in, um, in New York City. And um, she bumped into a man who it turns out that she'd already been matched with on on Tinder. So things transpire and they go on a date. Um, and what happened, and she will explain in her TikTok, which went viral, um, she will explain what exactly what happened. But ultimately, it transpired that this man who she went on a date with stole her shoes. And they're not just any old like flats here. OK, we're talking about a thousand pounds, a thousand dollars of um, these uh, Mary Jane tabbies. Um, I think they're really ugly, but by the by, by the by, I wouldn't spend a grand on a pair of shoes anyway. Um, anyway, let's hear... Uh, from the woman in question, I think her TikTok name is Next Level Lexus. Um, at, yeah, at Next Level Lexus, and this is why she went viral. More of the story is don't fuck with this fucker named Joshua on Tinder. He's a dickhead, and if you know who he is, where he lives, or anything about him, fucking let me know because I deserve retribution and I want my fucking shoes back. Yeah, so pretty uh, extraordinary. I mean, mm. who knows? would would do that but um yes um lexus um she posts this tiktok uh obviously getting very angry at this man stealing her shoes and then the internet kicked in online sleuths managed to track down the guy to his instagram account where believe it or not he then posted he had posted a photo of his girlfriend so yeah he had a girlfriend wearing those shoes <laughs> and um it's extraordinary and then um she i think she must have saw his number and uh messaged him saying what is this picture like what are you doing no no she and, didn't uh, she didn't have his number because mm -hmm. it was even worse than that so when he had just before he'd left her apartment the morning after um he had asked for her phone to sort of like add something on spotify or something like that and um so she'd given him his phone and he'd gone through her call history and deleted his number and, and unmatched the two of them on tinder as well so she had no way of being able to trace him it's only because of social media and online sleuths as you say that she was able to somehow somehow track this guy down and the no. wonderful thing about it is that he then was forced to give her the shoes back, <laughs> which um, which I believe there is also a video of that as well, because she filmed it for good measure. Yeah, and oh, I didn't realise that. Gee, what a horrible man. <laughs> I know, but then he did actually return them, which I suppose is just, just goes to show that when you're caught out, and he said, yeah, you got me, and she, so he's caught out, he's caught out. But the really, the nasty bit of it, even though she got her shoes back, so it's all great, it kind of, the whole kind of online campaign and speaking on TikTok, worked um but she got a real backlash as well there was this kind of sort of slut shaming that kind of, that, that went on as a result because you know she'd said in her first video i didn't you know didn't on the date it didn't seem like it was going to really go anywhere uh we slept together that night we slept together the next morning as well and so all these people piling in saying well if you didn't like him then why did you sleep with him you know a man would never get that question but you know so she's had to face quite a lot but at least she's got her shoes back <laughs> 
the other thing I want to address is the slut shaming. Like that shit is kind of a lot. Like it's it's been pretty rough to see. It's not like I'm someone who has pretty thick skin. So, but it is really it's just like like to focus on that and not what he did shows how there are layers of misogyny to this whole entire situation. So to punish my behavior um, and say, oh, well, what do you expect when you just open your legs and things like that? Instead of being like, that's crazy that there are not decent human beings out there who just won't steal from you. And there is also still a happy ending to it. Yeah, she got her shoes back. And also um, the guy's girlfriend dumped him, which is hey. And finally, it's uh, time for the timeline cleanser. And uh, this week's topic uh, story is quite close to my heart because it features Mariam Mashiri, who is BBC presenter, colleague of my husband's. And um, obviously, as a former newsreader myself, then I'm totally on board with what Mariam's doing here or sort of accidentally doing. So essentially, um, you know, it's live TV. There's, it's a really difficult way. I mean, you know as well, like it's, it's hard to know how to kind of like sign off at the end of your shift. I've often yeah. said to Lewis things like, um, you kind of want to sign off and say, well, you know, I'm Hannah Vaughan Jones. Bye. <laughs> off I go. Anyway, listen to um, what Mariam uh, did. I think this is probably, I guess, in the, in the, in the last week. Um, and uh, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Stay with us here on the BBC. Matthew's here at the top of the hour. I'm going to go home, I think. Bye-bye. Well, yeah, pretty frank. Just going <laughs> home. Well, you know, but I love it. I love that. I love it almost when they kind of break the fourth wall of of tv um yeah. but i love it honestly it makes personality coming through in news particularly rolling news um and, you know i think that's really important and it's lovely to see as well um and she's got such a great personality as well she's just Thank so you. funny so it's um it's wonderful to see that all coming through i think it's great but in the same week she had another hilarious moment and you, again, we both know, both on presenting and producing side of TV rolling news, that not everything goes smoothly and sometimes you can't get pictures on air. Um, <laughs> the, um, this, uh, you may remember the Blue Supermoon um, recently and um, she was set to show some pictures of it uh, and had to improvise, should we say. Let's show you the clip. Rare astronomical event took place for the first time since 2009. It only occurs when the moon is at its closest point in the orbit around the Earth. I'm so sorry, and I've picked to show you. It looked a little bit like this. There you go. Super moon. Take care. See you in a minute. I mean, it's just wonderful, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, this is, this is, it kind of looked a little bit like this. I, I didn't actually get to, to see it either and um, was curious as to how she was going to actually, you know, <laughs> act that one out. But yeah, she's pretty spot on. I'm sure scientists would agree. Well done. Yeah, pretty accurate. So um, absolutely lovely and well done to her. And, you know, keep it light. Sometimes the news is so dire and, and uh, sort of dooms doom and dull and all the rest of it so um it's really nice to, to sort of be reminded that um all the people behind the news whether they're on camera or you know behind camera are actually just humans as well trying to get through trying to get home 
now for the pressure of how we're going to sign off the end of this show. Ah. Just to say, again, uh, we'll be posting highlights of the show on our social channels. Uh, just search for Sorry You Went Viral. And then um, I'm going for some lunch now. How about that? And I'm Hannah Vaughan jones Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, let me just stop it there. Cool.